For Ben Harp, when it came to getting a new health care plan quote for his employees, every fall was the same thing. My experience was the agent would come in, uh, kind of shrug their shoulders, and it would be an increase that was high single digits or uh, double digit uh, increases to our health care costs. Ben is the chief operating officer for Polymer Conversions, a primarily medical molder located in western New York, near Buffalo. The company specializes in critical-to-life products, and Ben says they love to be in control of everything. And healthcare costs? Healthcare costs were something they weren't in control of. Being the control um, uh, freak that uh, we like to be, you know, um, that's how we approach our business, uh, to provide our customers with the best possible parts uh, because they're critical to life. Um, and making sure that we do that repeatedly, um, we kind of went and looked at this as a, as a challenge. Today on Plastics News Radio, how one processor fought the healthcare system and won. This episode of Plastics News Radio is brought to you by the Caps and Closures Conference, September 12th through the 14th in Chicago. The conference provides a hotbed of discussion on many of the top innovations, processes and technologies, materials, trends, and customer insights in the Caps and Closures market. For more information or to register, Visit plasticsnews.com slash caps. That's plasticsnews.com slash caps. When he set out to try to untangle healthcare costs, Ben Hart quickly found out he was in a pickle. To get good quotes on healthcare, he would need access to data about claims his employees were actually making throughout the year. But getting that data, because he was a small business, was impossible to get. If you did not have 100 employees, your healthcare carrier was not required to share any of the statistics and data on how you used your healthcare. So um, how much did you actually cost as a company? How much per employee? all these things that would be important in a quotation in an open marketplace. About 20 miles away from polymer conversions, Seal & Design, a manufacturer of O-rings, gaskets, and other rubber and plastic parts, were running into similar issues. Here's the company's CFO, Adam Michaels. Um, it was one of those things that, you know, I talked to our agent, which is Lolly Insurance, about, she's got to be a better way. We're a young group. Um, we have, our demographics was low, so to me, I was like, there's got to be a better way. There's no way my claims are high. I didn't know what they were because they wouldn't give it to us. Um, but every year we got an increase, um, over 10%, you know, so, um, it just kind of, you know, kind of, you know, bothered me a little bit. I'm like, there's got to be a better way to control this all. As polymer conversions and seal and design got double-digit increases every year, each had to decide how to deal with those increases. They could absorb the costs as a company, pass along some of the costs to their employees, or simply water down the plans. Here's Michaels again. 
Yeah, so, I mean, years ago, I would say, geez, I've been here for 20 years, so probably 15 years ago, we, we paid 100% at one point in time for health benefits. So, um, But uh, since these <laughs> double-digit rate, rate increases, we had to kind of pass it along to, to our employees. So we kind of we usually would split it. Um, there's been times where um, we ate all of it um, when it's a little bit lower, but when it's you know double-digit, we would have to kind of either split it or um, do kind of some kind of cost share with it. So that's exa exactly what we were doing in the past. The solution to the problem wasn't obvious, but it turned out being early to a meeting helped Ben Harp crack this code. He was going to a meeting organized by MAP, the Manufacturers Association for Plastics Processors. He was on the board, but he showed up early to a meeting, and he stumbled into another meeting. This one, where MAP Executive Director Troy Nix was talking to plastics processing presidents from Indiana. And I asked Troy after the board meeting, um, what was that discussion about? And he says, what we're trying to do is uh, pull molders together here in Indiana to determine if we can buy health care at a better cost. And I said, wow, I mean, that's, that's a powerful thing. And, and uh, after 10 years of taking increases and uh, not enjoying those discussions with our carrier, um, I said, I, I left that meeting saying, I want to try that too. Note to self. Be early to meetings. You never know what other meeting you might run into. Unfortunately, the Indiana group didn't work out, but Ben went back home to work on the New York Collective. But with all big swings, there were issues. At first, Ben tried to get in touch with every plastics processor in the entire state. Every rotomolder, every blow molder, every injection molder. After one meeting, he realized he was biting off way more than he could chew. So um, when I kind of recalibrated after that first meeting, I called Troy and I said, boy, it's just so much heavy lifting. I don't think we can get this off the ground trying to pull those type of meetings off all the time. So he went a little closer to home. Ben started reaching out to companies in the greater Buffalo area, including suppliers and partners, people like Seal and Design. That's where Adam Michaels was talking to his insurance agent, trying to figure out something similar. It really comes about from um, just like, I guess, like-minded people in the, in the manufacturing community here in Western New York, um, just talking to Lolly Insurance, which is our agent, about better ways to save costs, to control costs when it comes to health care. The end result was a Multiple Employer Welfare Arrangement, or MIWA. They dispatched with the technical terms and called themselves the Healthy Manufacturers of New York State. By joining the MIWA and through the creation of Healthy Manufacturers of New York State, uh, we were able to throw our 70 belly buttons in with the other 900, or the, the other nine companies. Uh, and in total, we were about 1,200 belly buttons in total. So Polymer went from quoting 70 belly buttons to 1,200 belly buttons. And so there's quite an economy to scale and uh, you get much more attention from the carriers uh, when, when you do that. There was a lot of work getting the program off the ground. First of all, they had to compare all the healthcare plans between all the companies 
and come to an agreement for a small number of plans that could be offered to all employees in the group. And when we put everything together, uh, and based on the number of belly bumps, we were able, in essence, to offer all of the employees of the member companies a little bit of a sweeter plan, you know, for each company because of, of combining, uh, you know, the employees. And so it really worked in the favor of our employees and uh, the benefit of the trust uh, that we were able to do that. Besides better plans, the group got another massive benefit. The collective got a three-year contract for health insurance. The control freak got cost certainty. And so, as a business, we, are, we were able to plan the cost of health care for our employees um, and secure the cost for them for three years. And um, just to have that cost certainty, again, is a tremendous thing that I'm, I'm confident 99% of manu manufacturers in the United States don't have that luxury. Those two benefits, better plans and cost certainty, were great. But the biggest benefit was yet to come. We'll get to that after the break. This episode of Plastics News Radio is brought to you by the Caps and Closures Conference, September 12th through the 14th in Chicago. The conference provides a hotbed of discussion on many of the top innovations, processes and technologies, materials, trends, and customer insights in the Caps and Closures market. For more information or to register, Visit plasticsnews.com slash caps. That's plasticsnews.com slash caps. When we left the story, the healthy manufacturers of New York State were enjoying cost certainty. But when the three-year deal came to an end, they got what they really wanted. Claims data. Sweet sweet claims data. In year three, we, by plan, took it to the market out for quote again. And this time, for the first time, we were able to supply the claims data, the cost drivers of our healthcare to the other two uh, players here in New York State. So now it was a true apples to apples quotation. And through that, um, we were able to uh, lower our healthcare costs for the first time in uh, our, our company's recollection that we had a decrease in healthcare costs uh, that we were able to offer our employees. That's right, a decrease in healthcare costs. And not just a small decrease, more than a 10% decrease in the first year. 10%. And in the second year, another 4% decrease. The last year of the deal, which happens to be right now, 2018, they have a 3.5% increase over 2017 rates. So after uh, six years in the, in the NEWA trust, 
uh, our real cost for health care for our employees is approximately the same as it was five years ago. Annually, the group has averaged a savings of $1 million in premium costs. That's $100,000 per company. We were able to sweeten um, the plan offering for the employees, uh, provide them a $300 wellness card. Um, on top of that, have three years of cost certainty and, um, and get to two years of decreases. So um, I don't know anywhere in the country that that's happening. And when I talk to um, other uh, plastic uh, processors, um, they can't believe, you know, that we saved as a trust over a million dollars in premiums. Adam Michaels at Sealand Design said the program has worked extremely well for them. And other processors, both large and small, should be proactive on health care costs. I think healthcare there's still an unknown and so companies are just they go with the status quo just because it's it's kind of working for them and it's not you know killing them so they're just kind of just let it be um you know as as rates you know rates have leveled down a little bit over the years um i mean like 10 years ago is you know definitely double digits maybe even in 20 percent so it's gotten down more i guess more reasonable in a sort of way um but i you know so people are just not looking um I, I, I say to them that you're missing out. <laughs> if you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at plasticsnewsradio at crane.com. This episode was produced by our healthcare collective, myself, Jeremy Carroll, and Steve Tolikin, and Don Lepp. Our theme music and special ad music is composed and performed by Josh Freed. Plastics News Radio is a product of Plastics News, a Crane Communications publication.